Hello everybody, this is Keith with Thews on the News for the middle of September 2023. And it's been a while since I've last sat down and talked to you guys about matters in the news and giving you my personal opinion on status and had a good time replying back to Rick Rogers. But we gotta talk about something serious and that's called Project 2025. If you have never heard it, we're gonna give you Project 2025-101, the great dictator's playbook for Donald Trump. Stay tuned. Your education is coming up. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work, <laughs> I get it, you're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type two diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure, if you're overweight, raise another finger, two if you're very overweight, and three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio prediabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Thews on the News. My name is Keith from New Source One, Michiana, and from the podcast of Thews on the News. How are you doing out there? It's been a couple weeks since I chatted with you on uh, Labor Day. So we're here to talk about more opinions of mine and uh, time to educate you. Time to give you some good education on what's called Project 2025, 2025. And I never heard of such a thing until I was listening to David Pakman's podcast. Um, still following what's going on, even though um, Super Talk Radio it doesn't exist any longer. Um, I'm still listening to the shows that I had uploaded and um, getting informed what's going on from progressive circles and the truth of Donald Trump. But... This is pretty dang spooky. And the gist of it is that if this project 2025 plan is carried out and if you have somebody like Donald Trump definitely and Ron DeSantis or some other MAGA-esque Republican candidate pro-Trump gets a hold of this plan and if it is executed to the jot and tittle letter, you're gonna have the first ever United States dictator. And uh, so let me go ahead and give you the uh, entire skiff of what's going on while I'm walking dog out here on a very nice weather temperature Tuesday night. So uh, let's get on with the uh, fun stuff tonight on this podcast. 
So, we have a think tank that has gone very, very conservative, very, very MAGA, and is called the Heritage Foundation. According to Wikipedia, it's been around since the 70s, um, I believe 1973 was mentioned, and uh, they've come up with how to revamp the United States and the executive powers, meaning the president, in 180 days. Now, David Pakman believes that this parts might be carried out, but not everything. But if it was carried out, what would it look like? And so uh, I pulled up their website, project2025.com, I think it is. You can look it up. Um, or uh, I went to Wikipedia, got some stuff here for it. So let, let's jump right into it. It's uh, project2025.org. This is from Wikipedia. It says, the plan seeks to recruit thousands to come to Washington and restructure the federal government in the service of Trumpism, the personal ideology of Trump. The plan would perform a rapid takeover of the entire United States federal government and in, under a maximalist version of the unitary executive theory, which is a theory proposing the President of the United States has absolute power, and I'll say it again, absolute power of the executive branch upon inauguration January 20th, 2025. The development of the plan is by the Heritage Foundation, again, a very MAGA conservative think tank in the United States. It's going to have widespread changes across the entire government in regards to climate proje policy. Project 2025 specifically plans to undo the Inflation Reduction Act, shut down the Loan Programs Office of the Department of Energy, and increase the extraction and fossil fuels, among other measures. But what the biggest take besides doing... Um, a overall, um, well, you can just say the uh, climate change doesn't exist type of changes with the Department of Energy, but the biggest thing is going to be on the executive branch of government. We have three branches of government. You have the legislative, you have the judicial, and you have the executive. Well, let's talk about the executive or the White House, the President of the United States. So back to Wikipedia. Project 2025 seeks to place the entire United States federal government under direct presidential control, eliminating the independence of the Department of Justice, which would also include the FBI. You've heard me mention before of Vivek Ramaswamy wanting to undo the Federal Bureau of Investigation, just totally absolve it from existing in the uh, bureaucracy and as cops in the United States. So back to Wikipedia. It also wants to uh, do the FCC, the Federal Communications Commission, the Federal Trade Commission, and other agencies. So it eliminates the independence thereof of those agencies. It doesn't eliminate them, but eliminates the uh, independence of them from the president. So the president has total control over what is said, how things operate, 
trade, communications, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So basically, it tosses out the, uh, the fairness doctrine type thing that you've been hearing about on places like Sean Hannity, pitches it on its ear. Well, let's go further. The plan bases the president agenda on a maximalist version of the unitary executive theory arguing the article 2 of the Constitution of the United States vest solely executive power to the president the concept of sole presidential power uh, power is central to the thinking of Trump the current forerunner of the current nomination for Republican, who is still, at this time, still leading the frontrunners over Ron DeSantis and Vivek, Chris Christie, and many others. So, continuing on. And uh, President Trump, it says here in this article, falsely stated in 2019 that the Second Amendment to the Constitution, Article 2, of the United States Constitution granted him the right to do whatever he wanted as president, quote unquote, right to do whatever as president. A similar remark was echoed in 2018 when he claimed he could fire Robert Mueller, the uh, prosecutor or the special counsel. So the personnel in this, it establishes a personal database shaped by the ideology of Trump, President Trump, Throughout his presidency, Trump has rooted out individuals who are disloyal regardless of their ideological conviction, such as formerly uh, former Attorney General Barr, citing them snakes and traitors in, the, in his post-presidency. In the final year of Trump's presidency, White House Presidential Personnel Office employees James Bacon and John McEntee developed a questionnaire to test potential government employees to their commitment to Trumpism. Bacon and McGenty joined the project in May of 2023. Project 2025 is aligned with Trump's plans to fire more government employees than allocated to the president using Schedule F, a job classification established by Trump in an executive order in July 2020, although the classification was rescinded by President Biden, as I'm reading here from Wikipedia. Hang on just a second here. Let me pick up where I left off. In January 2021, if President Trump becomes uh, president again as President 47, um, he definitely intends to uh, restore that Schedule F. So as you're already hearing, um, if Trump became president again and if this plan gets put down to the letter, you're going to be having wide-changing uh, ramifications across the United States governmental structure. And already there's been mention, I heard this on, on uh, Pacman, I've heard this on Hartman, um, that you have Donald Trump that basically wants to lock up his, uh, his enemies, uh, throw back at them what they're throwing at him in so many words as he mentioned to uh, to Glenn Beck in an interview that I heard on the, on the one show. 
the little snippet there on, uh, it was actually on Tom Hartman's uh, program, the podcast thereof. So imagine taking that evil genie out of the bottle and instead of having a president that is under the control and in the checks and balances system with the judicial and the legislative power, you just heaped on all sorts of command and control under one man, and therefore you've got the first ever dictator of the United States of America. It's a very, very frightening uh, situation. And then they mentioned it um, that they want to put their uh, their the the, the the that particular spin on Christian values with it. Um, obviously, they have issues. You can read about it on Wikipedia Project 2025 about the climate, but it also does um, go after um, the homosexuals as well. Um, so it attacks morals. But the but but the biggest take is imagine a president that becomes a dictator and if you oppose him then he's going to come after you and let's imagine if a president becomes dictator and turns everything into Cuba Russia post you know Soviet Union Russia Iraq Iran eliminates the opportunity for uh, and squashes free speech or the right to uh, to protest you know what type of ways are people going to be able to function that that's just darn frightening in in this person's book and um, I just want to make sure you're aware of it and I definitely encourage all of you to please read about Project 2025. Another one project is called Project 47, which would be if Trump becomes the uh, the president again in January 2025, it's how would he conduct business? And it's equally as frightening. I heard this one mentioned on uh, David Pakman's program. So you can look that one up as well. Uh, Project 47. Uh, so anyway, I want to make sure that you guys were aware of what's out there. And I just can't stress enough of the fact that we've got to get ourselves in gear and really ask the questions that are important. Do you really want a dictator as your president? Do you want to have a president that has been in trouble with the law and indicted so far four times on sexual matters with that lady in New York for 
openly withholding and with brashness about it and breaking the rules of holding on to documents that he was not supposed to hold on to and treating him with disregard and disrespect. Somebody that openly would tell you know, the country that he won when he really lost and was very unprofessional about it. He didn't even stick around for the inauguration. He split two hours before Biden took office or more. And then inciting a riot, an insurrection on the, at the Capitol and that could have cost the lives and the gallows were built for Mike Pence and Nancy Pelosi. And these weren't just Joe Blower gallows, we're talking high quality gallows. I, I hope that they still have those up over there at, in Washington, D.C., not to be used on anybody, but to be served as a memorial for that day. You know, you got the monuments up there Washington Monument, you got the Vietnam War Memorial, you got this, you got the Lincoln Memorial. Well, stick the gallows up there to remember January 6th. But not to kill anybody, obviously. Anyway, and you know, the list goes on and on. And then you also have him as the fourth thing, strong arming the Georgia political system, which violated their rules. And I'm not real happy with the judge for giving the opportunity to break that up and then letting Trump get away with not having a speedy trial. That judge should have said, uh-uh, he should have not, and he should have had, you know, had that trial be as soon as possible. And I just hope that one of these trials, if not more, are televised because it will give us definitely a lot of uh, eyeballs as to what actually occurred. If you folks didn't believe the truth from folks who testified under oath at the January 6th televised hearings and even in the quiet ones because they were definitely eye-openers and a lot of folks came out and openly stated what truly, truly went, went down there before and during January 6th. Well, enough of Trump right now, but I want you to still look it up. Give me some feedback on the voice message system. Use Chrome to access it. We, I want to hear from you. I share what you got to think. Um, I do want to let you know our next podcast will be a takeaway summary of the second presidential debate. Again, Trump will not be there. It'll be on Fox Business on September 27th. So we're going to set up the chat room again, um, both Thu's on the News podcast and on News Source One, Michiana, and I want your feedback on the takeaways on debate number two. Um, did things improve? Did they get worse? 
Who are you rooting for? Who did a better job than the first debate in Milwaukee, etc.? Who did worse? You know, I want to get some feedback from you, and we're going to go into analysis in the next Thews on the News podcast if something else doesn't break first. The other thing that is catching my attention, over at work at Ripley Industries in Adamsville, Tennessee, where I work, um, I have access to the news on the company computer. And so for time to time, I'll take a look at the MSN um, headlines that pop up from different places. And it's very concerning about what's going on over in Taiwan with China. China is getting very intimidating with the Taiwanese. Um, and this is subject to change. It could be worse, could be more, could be less, could be an invasion. But the last report um, indicated 100, a little over 100 planes or at 100 planes flying in proximity to Taiwan where they should not be. China is getting gutsy, folks. They need to be put in check. You know, and, and if this continues, we may definitely be in a war with China because obviously they got to try to invade much sooner. Now, we've talked about this, that China has talked about being taken over Taiwan, which they consider part of China, which is the free folks from China that broke away from the communist back in the 40s after World War II. Um, and, but they've talked about a plan mentioned 2028 from Xi Jinping wanting to take it over and do a, a forced takeover. They won't admit it, but that's what they will do. Um, but it's also been theorized, I believe, on the news of uh, that the United, one of the guys in the United States thinks it could happen in 2025. And uh, so if these incursions continue, um, we're going to be doing some uh, priority posts on my podcast page on News Source 1 Michiana to keep you informed of what I would consider a major crisis brewing. Now, the other thing I want to say is I just saw, I didn't get a chance to read it, but apparently the uh, spy balloon that went over and got shut down for analysis over the um, eastern coast when that crisis was going on, uh, apparently it did not collect any any data at all. Um, so that's good to know, but it's still bad news that that thing was allowed to uh, fly over the mainland and uh, were it the trajectory of the thing um, put it very in dangerous, you know, dangerous company. And so uh, we're going to keep you informed. We're going to be keeping a monitor. But if these situations continue to increase over the next couple of weeks, if not sooner, um, we're going to be prioritizing news on on the Chinese Taiwan front uh, because obviously if war needs to be prepared for we want to help you prepare for uh, you know what's going on so anyway that's it for now uh, my next podcast for Thews in the News unless something else develops will be out on 
September 27th or 28th, right after the uh, second debate. So please, 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 please get out and watch it. Be informed, be educated. Send me some comments on the voice. I love to hear from you. I want to hear your feedback. And uh, I'm going to be posting those political commentary, sharing those. And I want to hear your feedback on that. Anyway, have a good one. We'll see you back on debate night number two. Take care, everybody. God bless. And have a great day.